0: You're listening to the Redditch Standard Podcast, because you have impeccable taste. Hi there, my name's Ross Crawford and welcome to the Redditch Standard Podcast. This week, as well as having Claire tell us all about what's happening in Redditch this week, we have, well the countdown has begun because it's Redditch Carnival Parade and Community Festival on Saturday the 28th of September, that's next Saturday, but this week, I'm delighted to welcome into the studio Sue Yang, who's part of the Carnival Committee and who has been fighting for many a year to bring the carnival back to the town. Welcome to the studio, Sue. Hi, yes, well, thank, thank you for inviting me. Uh, so, well, this is a major event, isn't it? It's, it's all happening on the 28th of September. It's the Redditch Carnival Parade. Um, but I guess, well, I gather that there's something happening... Uh, this Saturday, am I right? So this Saturday
1: is our promotions day for the carnival and um, we're very excited that uh, we've got a troupe of um, Caribbean carnival dancers who are really professional and enter a lot of competition for um, carnival dancing.
0: I think you're 't playing them here, aren't you? They're, they're the award-winning... Leicester Caribbean dance troupe called Extreme Mass. That's right. And they performed at Notting Hill Carnival as well, I gather.
1: Yes, and and they in the north and around the um, Midlands they are. We're really well known, so we're very honoured to have them to come to
0: Redditch. And they're coming to Redditch not only next weekend for the carnival, but also this weekend, Saturday the 21st. They're going to be in the Kingfisher Shopping Centre.
1: Yes, that's... That's right. They're going to be doing um, sort of what they call um, a mob, a mob. What is it? Uh, Flash flash mob. mob.
0: There we go. Flash mob.
1: (laughs) But I think it's going to be um, a demonstration and show the public what they do and are asking if anybody would like to come and join in the parade. And if they would like to join in, then uh, they've got costumes that they're going to sort of match to people. And um, we're looking for 40 people, actually, to join this uh, extreme mass
0: dance group. Wow, it sounds, sounds fantastic. Uh, I suppose there'll be all the Caribbean music as well, all the rhythms and everything else, and all the costumes. Costumes must be fantastic, aren't they? The, <clears throat> the actual uh, big structures
1: that are going to be coming on the 28th are absolutely amazing. They are the bee's knees... And the, these other costumes that people will be wearing uh, will be sort of headdresses and uh, waistbands and um, jackets and you know things that they can wear over, and a T-shirt and uh, leggings. So some people will have, depending on which part of the parade there will be, because there'll be the Ice Maiden, a um, uh, big structure, and they need a lot of dancers around that to um, <clears throat> set the scene, they'll be in white tops and white leggings. And then the other the other structures, I think they're asking for people to have black tops and black leggings. Um, and it,
0: I don't think Redditch knows what's going to hit <laughs> 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 well, it. And, and this is for men and women, isn't it? They, they can... Uh... You're not just looking for... You're looking for both sexes to, yes. to take part in this, aren't you? Yes. Um, and they're going to be in the in the unit opposite Clintons, am I right there? That's where we'll be based, <coughs> um, basing ourselves,
1: and that's where we'll be working through the day, talking about the carnival procession. And, um, and the History Society, the local Redditch History Society, Derek Coombs... Um, Will be there um, showing, in partnership with us, showing old um, video, the
0: carnivals of yesteryear.
1: Yes, so that I think he's going to. Well, that's going to be really
0: set the mood. I think that's right because uh, I, I was chatting to the chair of the carnival committee, Amanda Hayden, and she said that so many people, you know, when you talk about the carnival, they go. Not quite missed the eye, but they say oh, I remember the carnival. The carnival was great. Wouldn't it be wonderful if we brought the carnival back? And here you are. You're one of those campaigners, aren't you? That's managed to bring the carnival back. It, it's it's like a dream.
1: It's like a dream come true. Seriously, I can't believe it's happening. Because it's when we started the bandstand events seven years ago. and that was because that was becoming a forgotten part of Redditch and when you really look at that area it's it's so beautiful it's in comparison with Ulster and you know places like that and yet people didn't even know that there was a bandstand there so seven years we've been working on it and and people are—it's got its own persona now. So you can say the bandstand event, and then people will know what sort of event it will be. And I remember the first first time we did the September one because that's traditionally the time for the carnival. Um, we we put um, kind of band, uh, carnival, it's carnival event. We said it, but um, then I think it's. It's so connected with the fair and Tommy. and
0: Yeah, Tommy. Uh, let's give a shout to Tommy Wilson because he's played a big part in bringing oh yes. the carnival back as well. He, he? He's wanted it back for such a long
1: time. And uh, so we said, well we'll, well, we'll leave it. We'll leave the carnival name. And we'll. this is how we became a community festival. That September event became a community festival. And we had started doing little parades with the samba mm-hmm. band coming up from the Palace Theatre, through all the, all the carnival uh, rides, through into the Kingfisher Centre and, uh, and, and through, out through the main entrance and then on down to the bandstand. And it, was, uh, it, it went down a storm, everybody loved it. It's really good, good, It's really good sound in the
0: Kingfisher Centre. <laughs> <laughs> and, and now you've expanded it into... It's, it's going to be a walking parade, isn't it, from Edward Street Car Park? That's it, yes. And then the procession is going to make its way up Unicorn Hill. Very slowly. Very slowly. Plenty of music, plenty of dancing. Mm-hmm. And to Church Green, where the fun fair, <laughs> Tommy Wilson's fun fair, is going to be. And it's going to be a fantastic event, isn't it? It's going to be amazing. If we can pull this off, it will be amazing.
1: And I wonder if we could get the TV there, here. That would... 19 years since we've had the carnival. Is that right? 19 yeah. years since yeah. the carnival.
0: Yeah. My goodness. And it's it all kicks off at 12 o'clock. It's from 12 o'clock to 6 p.m. That's next Saturday. But i better go through all the, the attractions. It says here we've got carnival dancers. We've talked about them. And Oya Batakuda, the uh, carnival band. We've got a samba band sponsored by Tommy Wilson. We've got music and dance from the San Abba tribute. Save the Date, Olivia's Dancers will be there. I've seen those loads of times. Sub-Zero, Kerry Whip. She's a star, Kerry Whip. She is. She's been on TV. Yes. She is a star. She's she's played at the Christmas Christmas Light Switch On. She is great. Um, it's a Sign are going to be there. The award-winning It's a Sign Choir. And Foro Tempo Band. There's going to be bouncy castles, face painting, food stalls, children's activities, and of course, Tommy Wilson's Fun Fair as well. Yes. And it all starts, well, the whole thing begins this Saturday coming because you want your 40 dancers, don't you? We do. We do. And
1: we want to hear people's stories. And uh, Derek will be there with his um, um, uh, taking photographs that he can, um, what? Do you call, um, scan, them? Scan, you scan them? in. he's yes. going to bring his scanner so that anybody who's got some uh, photographs of the carnival. If they can uh, bring them along and he'll scan them in, then we've got, we're starting to pull together a really good record of, of carnival here in Redditch that went on for years. Actually, I should know when it started. Well,
0: I, I, I think I can, <coughs> tell, I can help you out there. because oh, um, uh, It was started as a fundraiser for Smallwood Hospital <gasps> okay. back in the 1920s, I gather. I, I think that's, that's, that's where it all started. And it was the Smallwood Hospital Carnival... Because obviously those are pre-NHS days back in the twenties, and uh, they needed the money to so they could offer treatment to the to the poor people of Redditch. Um, wow! So so, so that's it's
1: timely it. that the stage. Because I think it's Town Centre Partnership or some um, Lindsay, Lindsay Berry. The, how
0: she, she's she, the she's Town Centre Partnership. Yes,
1: um, the, they they sponsored the stage and. So that stage will be right outside Smallwood
0: Hospital, right. the Oswald Hospital. It's going to be great. It's going to be great. And I can't wait. I can't wait till Carnival Day, till the Carnival returns to Redditch. Uh, let's go over it again. The 21st, this Saturday, 40 people. We need 40 dancers to join Extreme Mass uh, in the shopping centre. It's in Walford Walk, opposite Clinton's Car, isn't it? Yes. Millwood that's... Walk. Millwood Square, they're performing there in Millwood it, they'll Square. They'll be
1: performing outside the range Yeah. in Millwood Square. Yeah. But I would like to call that Polotsky Square. I think it's much more apt with all those beautiful mosaics there. Well,
0: that's right. He's the, he was the creator of those, uh, uh, those mosaics. And although he's got a very Italian-sounding name, he was, in fact... Scottish, but there you go. No way. I'm afraid so, yes. (laughs) We get everywhere. We get absolutely everywhere. Um, But it's all happening this Saturday and then the big build-up to Redditch Carnival.
1: Oh, if I can just add on. um, So it's a big thank you to all the um, support that Redditchborough Council has done to make this happen, all the councillors. Everybody has really wanted wanted this to return. And um, all the hard work that all the community has put into um, get, getting a track record with the bandstand and showing that this is what the people of Redditch want. In, in uh, to We all need it to be an uplift, don't we? And a light relief with what's going on in the don't world. Mention,
0: don't mention the B word, because that's coming up later. Don't mention the B word.
1: And that we are very honoured to have not only the Polish barbecue, which, if anybody knows, is very delicious with the Polish-style food, but we have, for the first time, Mr. P's jerk chicken barbecue. And anybody who knows Mr. P, it's Michael from Warwick, and he is a fantastic cook and he's he very excited to be there to be sharing his um, Caribbean culture and his his delicious food so please come out don't come to the come to the bandstand come to the carnival the community festival hungry
0: that's what i would say I've, i'm <coughs> my mouth is watering at the prospect so all that's left to do then is for the people of redditch to come in their thousands because redditch has got a population of 80,000 has not it if if just a tenth of those people turned up, it'd be fantastic. But let's get half the town there. Let's get half the town. More. I'm looking at Sue. She's saying more. Let's get let's get eighty thousand there. Oh
1: gosh, <laughs> that'll <Let's, helped> be.
0: <laughs> let, let's get into the town centre and support the carnival. Sue, thanks for coming in and talking about that. I know you're going to stick around uh, because we've got some news to talk about. But we are going to go across to Claire, who's going to tell us all about what's happening in the Redditch. And surrounding area in the next few days. For all the things to do and see this week, it's Claire Bullivant with this week's What's On guide.
2: Thanks. Ross. Yes, looking forward to the next few days as there are loads of things to see and do across Redditch, Ulster and the surrounding areas. Remember, Heritage Open Days are going on at the moment right up until this Sunday, September the 22nd. Basically, every September, thousands of volunteers across England organise thousands of events to celebrate our country's fantastic history and culture. So it's a chance to see hidden places and try out new experiences, all of which are free to explore during this period. There are literally loads of places such as museums, old houses, churches, historical places. They all open their doors for free. So just go to heritageopendays.org.uk to find some options. You don't want to miss out. and It's running up until this weekend, the end of this weekend. Also this weekend, starting on Saturday, the 21st of September, there's a Redditch Model Railway Exhibition happening at Trinity High School, 10am until 5pm there. redditch-mrc.com is the website. And these guys are pretty impressive. They have over 170 pages of information on the club. They throw some incredible events and they really are at the forefront of this craft, hobby, whatever you want to call it. It's very impressive stuff. So if you are interested, Into your locomotives and precisely models of them, I definitely get in touch with them and definitely check out their exhibition this weekend at Trinity High School. Also this weekend, it's the 17th annual concert of Inkborough Symphonia at St. Peter's Church in Inkborough, 7.30pm on Saturday night there. Always a delightful event. Also on Saturday, Riding Lights Theatre have a new production entitled Kaleidoscope. That's being performed at Studley Academy on the New Road, 730 on Saturday night there. I asked them what it was all about and they said... In a crowded house, a man walks a new walk. Young lovers set a teeth-chattering example of faith while a gangster starts up in the forgiveness business. A fool dreams of escape on a rocket to Mars and there's a jaw-dropping moment for prisoners when singing unlocks the doors. I want to go. It sounds fascinating, doesn't it? If you want your tickets, 01527 850 130 there. And it doesn't stop there. It's a busy old Saturday this weekend. The brilliant Coda, they're going to be performing at the Queen's Head on Saturday night. There's also a brilliant Michael Bublé tribute night happening at the Oust House Paper Mill Drive in Redditch. £5 per ticket there on Saturday evening. And it's the Arrow and Weathley Harvest Supper at Arrow Village Hall on Saturday as well. This is their annual parish harvest supper event with entertainment. And singer Barney Scott is going to be there this year. It's a fun night for everyone. Tickets there 01789 762638. Then moving on to Sunday, the 22nd of September. Remember, it's the Studley Car Boot Sale at B96 6ER. Gates open at 6am there. StudleyCarBootSale.co.uk for all the info. And we only have a few more of these left this year. So let's make the most of it. Then after your car booting, if you've still got some energy left, there's a free 10k running event on Sunday morning at Hanbury Hall, wr 97 ea is the postcode. You can bring your assistance dog if you have a, an assistance dog. It's, they're very welcome. It's a National Trust event. Gates open at 8.30pm, starts at 9am, ends at 11am. 11 11 sorry, you don't want to be running all day. But what a lovely way to spend your Sunday morning. If you do need more details, 01527 821214. And for those into their history, there's also an interesting event going on in Feckenham on Sunday. This is an introduction to Feckenham Moted Manorial Site at the square in Feckenham itself. B 966 HR is the postcode, and this is one of the Heritage Open Day events. And it's a chance to find out more about Feckenham's ancient monument, a moted manorial site which may even de- date back as far as Anglo-Saxon times. Two pm there to find all about, find out. All about it in Feckenham Square itself. And don't forget, it's Alan's charity quiz night at the Bell Inn in Bank on Sunday evening. B966AX is the postcode for that. 9pm start there. And then a few dates for you next week. The Drifters, yes, the one and only Drifters are in Redditch at the Palace Theatre. Get your tickets there for Wednesday, the 25th of September. And also another great event on the Thursday, the 26th of September is Memories Are Made of This at the Palace Theatre too. Take your mum, take your grandparents, it'll be a real treat, Redditch Palace Theatre for tickets. And that's all for this week. But remember, if you have an event going on, do let us know here at The Standard so we can let everyone know. Have a lovely week, everyone. Back to you, Ross.
0: Well, once again, loads going on in Redditch. I'm particularly looking for. I think the Drifters are on at the Palace Theatre. I think the Drifters would be fantastic. Ah, oh, Yeah, great band, great band. And it's just amazing they're still going. Um, we've still got Sue, who's here, who we're going to chat about. I did mention the B word, didn't I? And uh, we're going to mention the B word now because um, one of the residents of Redditch, a, a guy called Andrew Haycock, he's taken a letter to uh, the MP, Rachel McLean's office, um, raising concerns about the prospect of a no-deal Brexit. And uh, um, I think, as as we all know, I, I don't think I'm, I'm taking the MP's words out of out of context here. I mean, she has... Consistently voted for a deal, for the Theresa May deal, and uh, but now you know she's saying she still wants to leave with a deal. But if we can't get a deal by the thirty first of October, because that's the deadline, then we should just leave anyway without a deal. And this is this is cause concern uh, amongst uh, amongst some residents. And somebody like Andrew, I don't know where you sit on this this Brexit debate, uh, Sue, but. Uh, Andrew has asked uh, asked this question of Rachel, and we're still waiting for Rachel's reply on this. Um, Do you guarantee that no businesses in your constituency will be brought to closure as a result of a No Deal exit? Um, that's That's a kind of difficult question to answer, wouldn't you say? It is a bit ambiguous, isn't it? That is that the yeah, it's it's because businesses prosper and go to the wall it's happening all the time it's 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 one of these facts of life I think
1: yes it's people have to just change and move and fit in with with how things are in for the future any business would have to wouldn't they
0: yeah I, I, I think so and I, I, no matter what happens whether we leave on the 31st of, of October with a deal or without a deal um, it's, it's this huge unknown isn't it
1: it's it's just um <clears throat> it it's got to be it's gonna be more challenging. It's I can't imagine without a deal, you know, we we won't we've gotta renegotiate everything, all the all the buying uh, power and things like that. It's, I, I just imagine it's gonna be a lot more expensive. Because everything will have to be brought in. We're a small island, aren't we? We um, can't. We're not self sufficient.
0: Well, that, that, that's true <coughs> enough. Although you know, you, you listen to there are so many different opinions on this, and I'm just I'm just playing devil's advocate here. Um, but you listen to fruit and veg sellers, and they say, well, you know, we can we can start importing fruit from, you know, all Commonwealth countries from from Australia and, and New Zealand and. Uh, we won't have to buy specifically from Europe. I mean, there, there are. I mean, I think there's trade. I mean, personally, I, I think we're, we're better together. I, I believe in in everyone sticking together and no conflict. But you know, there's there's business everywhere. Wouldn't you say? This,
1: um, the, it's the farmers that I'm worried about because um, I I really did think that they would become self-sufficient. Uh, you know that we would be doing more of our own growing because the the big issue for me is the carbon footprint so yes we can get all our fruit and veg from like it was in the commonwealth times uh, from australia canada new zealand Jam- jamaica where well, we still get bananas or caribbean mm. but um <clears throat> it's um it's it's not the cost it's the it's not the financial cost; it's the cost to the to the to the uh, planet. We should be we should really be trying to eat from uh, our own country. You know, grow out the food for our own people. But we know that we we can't. We, we the capacity is not there. I don't. I, hopefully, that farmers can grow a bit more but they because it will be a free for all this is how I understand it that they won't be able to compete with all the 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 cheap stuff coming in
0: I I think that is an issue um, that you know it 's not that cost effective, I think, at the moment for farmers, which is why they need subsidies i mean oh, I, yes. I think this is the common agricultural policy i mean i I 've got a clue what i 'm talking about here common agricultural policy i mean I think that has to be subsidizing farmers because it 's difficult for farmers in the West to actually make make a decent living.
1: Um, yes, and we, we, before we used to have the food mountains, didn't we? Which when when we were in the EU, or the that that was sort
0: the of, butter mountain.
1: Yeah, that was a. a <laughs> I remember control. the butter mountain? Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't. I. I I'm, I'm just so confused. I'm just looking forward to this carnivore to just. <laughs> <laughs>
0: that's, that's not a bad answer actually, <laughs> because I'm totally confused as well. I don't know who to believe and. Uh, You know, who knows what the future's going to hold. And greater brains than ours have... uh, No offence there, uh, Sue. Greater (laughs) brains than ours are still puzzling over this. So let's move swiftly on to a battle to save a railway bridge. Um, This is the old railway bridge that used to carry the train line south from Redditch. As we all know, the train from Birmingham, it kind of terminates in, in Redditch. But in days gone by, it used to... Carry on straight through. I think it's a road tunnel drive where the tunnel used to, you know, the trains used to re-emerge after going through Mount Pleasant under and Mount Pleasant. Yeah, under Mount Pleasant, and it used to carry on down, and it goes to Studley, and then I think onto Evesham, and 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 down that way to to Weston. Mm. And this old railway bridge, it's since been converted into a cycle path and walkway by Sustrans. It's a sustainable transport uh, organisation. It's part of a national network. Um, now, however, some bricks have come loose in this uh, um, this railway bridge, and there are plans. The Borough Council is, is pushing forward plans to demolish the bridge and reroute the cycle path and walkway to street level so walkers and cyclists will have to cross Green Lane on foot, um, which... And, and I'm a cyclist here. I mean, I, I use that cycleway. And it's blooming dangerous. Green Lane is a, it's a dangerous road. Yes. And it, it seems crazy that uh, when we're all meant to be greener and fighting climate change and everything, we're making things harder for walkers and cyclists.
1: It it's, it's needs a champion, doesn't it? And it needs a group to champion it, to save it, really,
0: because they can't just uh, knock it down like that. Well, well, I hope not. I mean, I've spoken, one chap has taken up the challenge. His, his name is Ed Thomas. He lives in Oakenshaw. He's uh, he's trying to do his bit to save the bridge. I've also spoken to Councillor Brandon Clayton, who's the chair, who's the portfolio holder for the environment. And he's also the chair of the, um, the borough's climate change um, committee. And, you know, Brandon puts forward a very good argument that, you know, Bricks are falling off the bridge. What if a brick falls on a car, kills somebody? And he also pointed out that the reason the borough council owns this bridge, and this is this is going back in the midst of time, um, the reason the borough, borough council owns a bridge, which is normally a highways thing and therefore should be the county council, is because back in the day, the Studley Bypass was going to go oh, up there, up Green Lane, and the bridge was bought by the Redditch Development Corporation because the Redditch Development, well, the corporation was going to oversee the, uh, you know, had an interest in this Studley bypass. And when the the development corporation folded, you know, had done its job, the bridge passed into the ownership of the Borough Council. Oh, God. Which is how they've ended up oh, <laughs> in charge of this bridge. And branded say, you know, we're trying to do the best we can here.
1: So does that mean if... Um... Is there going to be a studly bypass?
0: I don't eventually? think so. I you
1: don't, don't think, think so. it'll ever happen?
0: No. no. There might be a little bypass of something, but I don't think so.
1: Because that might be one of the reasons they don't want to invest in that bridge, if there's that possibility. Because it would cost a lot of money to... It would cost a lot of money to to, to develop that bridge, so um, to make it safe. And then if they're going to have a
0: bypass, then it would be knocked down anyway? Yeah, I, I think there's there's too many houses in the way now. Okay. For, for the bypass. I'm, okay. I'm pretty sure, you know, if it went up Green Lane, um, because there's this Studley Gate development, which is just being built just off just off the Redditch Road, then you go up, there's obviously the new homes at the back of the Alex. And then I think the thing that... That squashed that route was it was going to have to pass through Sandbourne or close to Sandborn. Okay. and the people of Sandbourne didn't particularly want a dual carriageway um, going past their houses. Mm. So I, I can't see.
1: Do, do you think it's ironic that the Reddish Brook Council that bridge when it's really it must be right on the border of Worcestershire and Warwickshire? Why
0: oh, that's right, yeah, <gasps> yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm chatting to say Brandon. He thought that the um, Redditch ended where the road began, where Green Lane, you know, at the edge of the road. But in fact, because the development corporation bought this bridge, they've got this. They got the bridge and a, a little house next to it, which is a void property. Um, so they, they own this. They own the bridge. But as a as somebody who uses that bridge every day, I don't want to see it go. I don't want to see it go. I want people to save it. Well. I would like an, uh, the train
1: to come back down there. Oh yeah, that'd
0: be great. Yeah.
1: That was a really bad move to to, to stop that line.
0: Yeah, is it Dr. Beaching that uh
1: oh that day my da- I can remember my dad who was an avid train man. He was so upset and so cross with um Dr. Beaching. Yeah. That he decided to do all this did he,
0: did he cut the rail line
1: we need we need to have our rail lines, back. we need to get back into public transport We, we need to have an efficient public transport system all across the country to avoid all the the, the cars that are on the motorways and roads i, I, I just i 've just been down to um, Dorset past Bristol and the amount of traffic on that motorway. And the exhaust fumes, the pollution, I don't know how people are living with that.
0: Mm, well, that's right. Well, it figures out this week, you'd know, reckon that despite all our green efforts, the amount of pollution from vehicles has actually increased purely because of the volume of traffic, which has increased by a third in something like 20 years or something. It's, it's, it's quite, it's a quite lot scary, isn't it? Yeah. gosh. Brexit and now pollution and, and everything. Let's, let's finish on, hopefully, a, a drum roll because it's, uh, it's the final of the Redditch Palace Theatre Young Drummer of the Year competition this Saturday at the Town Hall. And the amazing thing about this is that it, it was in memory of John Bonham, you know, the great Redditch drummer who, who sold millions of records with Led Zeppelin and whose statue is... I can see his statue from where, uh, his memorial from our office here. Um, There are no drummers from Redditch in the final. No Mm -hmm. young drummers, which is astonishing.
1: That's really sad. (laughs) Oh, dear.
0: They're from Worcester, they're from Droidwich, they're from all round. But uh, apparently there wasn't anybody from from Redditch who made the grade, um, which is a pity. That's giving me a bit of a
1: deja vu because eight years ago there was the, these uh, um, these uh, countrywide um, information coming through and Reddit was coming out uh, really bad with music. In yeah. in I don't know survey, however mm-hmm. it works, and we all we all said no, that's not that can't be, you know, and everybody really rallied and said we have this music, that music, but um, if there's no drummers that are coming through, I don't know whether things are slipping, it needs to be addressed.
0: Well, I, I think so. Um, certainly, the uh, um, you know arts in Redditch. And it, I think there's many. We had Philip Robertson, who was trying to boost the arts um, through arts in Redditch, and certainly music is a key part of education, isn't it? I think and drums are a key part of of everything because everything works to a rhythm, doesn't it?
1: It, it certainly is, and uh, if and they've got these schemes out there because uh, to, to start people up on on musical instruments. Um, where if you're not sure whether you're going to enjoy it, you can sort of uh, hire one or loan loan the instrument for a while before you invest into. Um, although my son had a drum kit, <laughs> I must I I, I used to um, have to be very patient with. It's
0: very noisy. <laughs> you had to wear your headphones there, I guess. <laughs> Okay well, so we want we want more drummers in Redditch um, and to get a taste of those drummers, the carnival's a good place to start, isn't it to hear the beat, to hear the rhythm? Um, the final of the young drummer of the Year competition is uh, is on Saturday, and Sue has just put a finger up because she's forgotten something.
1: I just thought about the drumming side of it. Um, there's um there 's not just drumming drumming from a, uh, a like a rock band there 's all sorts of drumming that is can be very enjoyable like samba samba drumming and things like that so open if people can look outside the box and think about other ways of of drumming that would be good
0: okay so we want redditch to get some rhythm and yes. to uh Listen to the beat of the drum, which is signalling uh, at Sue's phone just going off there. <laughs> <laughs> she is a woman in such demand. While Sue's answering that, I will just wrap up by saying thanks to Claire, who uh, uh, who's done all our leisure and all our entertainments this week. And thanks to Sue for coming in. She. She hasn't answered her phone yet. Um, and uh, all that's left to say is my name's Ross Crawford. You've been listening to the Reddit Standard Podcast. You can contact me on 01527 588 697. You can email me at ross.crawford at bullivantmedia.com. I think that (laughs) Sue's call has just ended. You can also email me at editor at redditchstandard.co.uk. And don't forget to check out our website at www.redditchstandard.co.uk. See you next week. (laughs)